This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, it's been a week where Danny's right boot has put Exeter to bed and propelled Mansfield Town up into fourth place. They continue uh, to seek automatic promotion, but can Danny continue to be rose in bloom for the Stags as the season continues? It's also been a week in which the Stags continue to train and look to break the league's toughest defence as they welcome Coventry City to the Oncourt Stadium on Saturday. And it's also been a week in which Stags boss Steve Evans has turned Inspector Clouseau in the mystery of the missing socks. All of that and much more here on the Mansfield Matters podcast tonight. It's the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield Matters. My name's Craig Priest. Alongside me tonight, Cam Felton, Simon Mercer and Nathan Edge, who you can just about see in the picture because he keeps swaying away from the camera. So there you go. He's back in there. Move across a bit to your... There you go. Then then you're in the picture. There he is. Job done. Organised chaos tonight. Welcome uh, to the show uh, once again. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us. If you've got any comments, please drop them in the comments box below. And uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this, where were you? Thursday evening, 6.30. Well, it depends whether Cam's catching the bus or not. That's why we're a little bit later. No, tea time. Tea time, tea Tea time. time. Is that what you're saying now? You're saying it's tea time and not 6.30? It's 6.30, beyond time. Uh, let's, let's, let's start with maybe, the connection maybe, question. Probably. Let's start, as always, with the connection question uh, tonight. The connection question is this. Which stags, which three Stags players were booked in the reverse fixture earlier this season as Alex McDonald's yeah. Sodra goal uh, proved the difference between the Stags and Coventry? Nathan, how many out of the three do you think you know? I know one. Okay, Simon? How many out of the three do you two. think you know? Two, Cam? I think probably two. Probably two. Okay, well, we're going to find out later in the show. If you think you know the answer, drop it in the comments below and uh, we'll reveal the answer at the end of the show. Lots to come tonight, including who wants to be a Stags millionaire? How will Nathan get on as he goes in the hot seat? Uh, More on that. Don't worry, your turn's coming up soon. Uh, More on that uh, throughout the rest of the show tonight. Keep your comments uh, coming in. Uh, Stuart says, uh, watching in Zulu well it's alright for some isn't it hot yeah. temperatures and on, on holiday it's nice to know that we're reaching uh, all the corners of the globe let's start then by looking back at Saturday 400 mile round trip got back at ridiculous o'clock got up at ridiculous o'clock but we brought home all three points yeah yeah it's the one game that I want to win all season obviously it's a long way to go if you don't bring back anything and yeah so not only did we bring back the three points but we should have brought back some uh, so uh, some royalties as well from their from their highlight packages. Oh yeah, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know this, uh, Exeter's is it something like Exeter City sort of. It's like St James's th- Park three sixty or something. Like. We were on for all of two seconds. Yes, but we're uh, claiming we're claiming we're claiming, claiming, claiming right. We'll have that. I mean, to be honest, your face was fully on it. Yours wasn't, and mine wasn't, because I was turning around talking to you, and they've captured the exact moment you, where I turned around. You look like you turned around to me as I was saying, "Shut up." You're probably having to think about Digby again, weren't you? So yeah. it's all most good. likely. Probably too quick for it though It's all good Uh, We've got some Mark fans in tonight Uh, Nathan says uh, Where's Mark? Mark has just moved into a a new place With his uh, his partner So he's actually uh, Got a paintbrush tonight So he can't be joining us But he'll join us again uh, Soon Um, And Stuart also says What a fantastic statement of intent At Exeter Well that's exactly what it was Wasn't it? Mm. Exeter has always been A tough place for us to go It's 
Um, we've got the results, but it's always been tight games. It's always been tough games, and they've always given us a game when we've gone there. And the one, the one time we needed to get they keep the momentum rolling, obviously after winning five 0 last Tuesday, um, keeping it going was the most important thing, and we've done that. And we just need to keep it going up until um, until. May. Five o'clock on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, May. Yeah, May. May. Yeah, May. Don't be daft. It was backstuck wall stuff at times, though. It was, but. But, you know, we defended quite well. And and sometimes it's like a hot potato in that penalty area. And it's like, get out of the way as soon as you can. Logan didn't have a save to make, did he? No, no they, he didn't, they didn't have a single fair. shot on yeah. target. Which and is... they resulted to trying to dive in area and claim penalties. Conrad Logan were having none of it. Wait, yeah, Conrad. None of it. He was not a happy right. man, was he? Also, and then, then to get the ball thrown in his as well. Yeah, a bit ridiculous. Yeah, but we, we got the result and uh, however it comes, it could go in off Daniel Rose's nose for all I care, as long as it goes in. It could go in. off anybody's. It was a fantastic... Yeah. As long as it goes in. As long as it goes in, that's It was a fantastic out. save by Christy Pym, but Danny Rose has just been that man to... He's buzzing with energy. He's there, second ball, and... That's one thing we were lacking earlier this season, that desire to go and get the second ball. No, it's, it's, the, it's the pleasing thing for you looking at it from afar on Saturday, the fact that for 45 minutes it was backs against the wall, <coughs> but we came away with a clean sheet, yeah. a 1-0 win and all three points, whereas three months ago that would have been a 3-1 defeat. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, I was good as I could have made it because I had a, a league match myself in Hereford and uh, luckily I managed to just catch the second half, so I think I, I turned the commentary on... Uh, Listen to the stags I follow um, from the start of the second half. So I sort of think I got the worst of the two halves by the sound of it. I managed to listen back to the first half on a on a podcast afterwards, and uh, you know, obviously, it was much stronger the first half. Mm. But you, you're up against a very good side in Exeter. I think I'm right in saying that they hadn't lost at home for a long time before they played us. So you know, we've gone there, and we've really, you know, I think they were fancied to, to beat us, or at least probably a draw. So. Like I say, in, in older in in previous years, we'd have gone there and, and, yeah. and not got it. I mean, we might have got a draw, but mm. we, would we have got a win? I, I can't, you know. If I, you look at the stats it. before the game as well, they quite they were bright. You know, they were closely matched to us. I mean, their leading scorer scored what sixteen goals, 15, I think 15, 15, yeah. 15 and Danny's got it. seventeen. And you know, they conceded. Similar sort of amount of goals and scored the same similar sort of amount of goals. So, like what Nathan said, you know, you, you'd expected a draw sort of thing, mm. but to get three points down there was massive. What's the most pleasing thing out of it all? The fact that it's three points, or the fact that we're going to we've come up against a team who are, let's face it, going to be up there or in and abouts there, and we've managed to just. Pretty much, even though they've had what maybe ninety-five, hundred percent possession in the second half, mm. they've not had a shot on target. Yeah, is that the more pleasing? Aspect? Yeah, yeah. It, it just goes to show that you know, like we we starting to gel as uh, well. Not starting to gel, but you know, the the back four seems to be solid, and you know, we we shut them out to be honest, and did a quite a decent job. I, I think, like I said, I think it's who we've come up against. I think. Um, we've, we've, we we I think we sat a few weeks ago and we said looking at the teams we had coming up, that's going to really sort of eventually tell us where we're going to be. Cause we're playing against the teams who are up there with us, and uh, they're the ones. Obviously, I mean, every three points is three points, no matter who you play. Obviously, mm. that doesn't make a difference, but you've got to do it against those teams that are up there. And, and that's the difference between being a mid-table playoff side to being an automatic. Yeah, and you can only beat the team that's in front of you. Mm. You know, it's one of them. I'll say we look back at this at the beginning of the month and we looked at the four fixtures that we'd got and you look at you look at Swindon, Newport, Exeter and Coventry and you look at them games, you wouldn't expect to get anything out of the Exeter game away at Exeter because yeah. we've been there. Mm. Been Especially there when you consider the fact it was new, there was Newport on the on the Tuesday night exactly. before as well. Yeah. And they kept the same team yeah. as well. Yeah. And it I wasn't th- the best pitch down there either, was it? Well, it was awful. It was an awful pitch. It was a terrible pitch, but we came out in the first half and we had the desire. It's just the second half. I think we just ran out of legs slightly. And I think, we, we obviously, we got there in the end, but I think... Uh, the pitch was the massive thing in that I game. I don't know what Ando were running on towards end at game, but I want some. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it just highlighted, by, it highlighted it, the fact that after about 65 minutes, we took a striker off and brought a centre mid on and just closed the midfield yeah. up and it was job and, done. Yeah. That's, that's fine if it yeah. works, isn't it? You know, if, if that 
and it did work, didn't it? So um, you can't really have any complaints on that. That's you would take the one nil. It's still three points, isn't it? At the end of the day. So and Jimmy did come on and do a job as well. Yeah, Jimmy Spencer. You know. fair, fair enough. He only came on for the last what twenty. 15 20 minutes, mm. but he, he still looked absolutely shattered when he came off the pitch. He didn't, didn't stop running to be fair, no, he didn't. He just anything. going and going. No. And every ball that played up live from Ando or whoever was out on that right wing, he was just straight into the corner, hold it there, hold it there as long as he could. And then he was chasing after it after mm. he'd lost the ball. So, I mean, if, if you noticed in first half, Alfie Potter were kind of going down the wing with Anderson, and then in the second half, Ando were going down wing and Potter were just staying back, sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because we didn't want to get caught on break. That's it, and I, like you said, I don't know what Anderson was running on, but for I'd, some I'd like a point or two. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Stuart says, in terms of the best thing to come from the game, uh, clean sheet and confidence. Yeah. Also says, earlier in the season, we struggled to keep clean. Sh- we struggled to keep clean sheets. Now it's a different story. I guess I, I, I definitely against this sort of opposition as well. Mm. These are the sort of teams that we were shipping goals against we, yeah we wasn't necessarily losing them against them but we was drawing a lot wasn't we and that was a problem but the fact we managed to see it out and relatively comfortably um, like I said a few scares but Logan didn't have a, a shot to save and I think that is credit to not just the defence but the midfield they're always battling and also from the front it's a team I feel like a really to get togetherness in the, in the team now yeah it's, a, it's mm. an interesting one I'll bring up a, a point on that in, in a minute uh, David's just said uh, top stuff at Exeter I'm sure they slowed the clock down at 80 minutes I think they did as well it seems to take an eternity for that final whistle uh, to come and the point I was going to make is if you look at the actual uh, back four obviously Steve Evans in, in summer brought in experienced defenders in who've been there and done it in Xander Diamond and David Murphy and obviously the latter Injured for the most of the season, you know George Taft as well didn't get a look in. End up reverting back to essentially the same back four as as, as last season, with the exception in the last few weeks or so of, of Hayden White in for Anderson, uh, and obviously Anderson in, in for Hayden White with his suspension. Even since his suspension's mm-hmm. over, he's not managed to get a, a look back in the side. I don't no. think he will because of I think Anderson's a experience and, and b the energy he's got to get. Yeah through a game I think yeah. just suits us but the, the big question is that you know you look at the three of the four of that back four Bennett Pierce, Benning all players who weren't signed by Steve Evans and all players who under previous management no disrespect to previous management because I'll never say a bad word against him um, didn't perform to the highest of standards of, of what they're capable of mm. how much of a difference is it though that they've come in and they've trained with Paul Rayner and the coaching staff and they've improved and it's those three players who have been at the club probably the longest who have bonded to become the tightest defence Johnny Hunt can't get a look in at the no. back and I thought he'd, he'd be one of the ones that would get a game every every week sort I mean of thing. a month or so ago it was looking like he, 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 he was, was yeah. Yeah. he thought Benning was going to leave didn't he? in January mm. well, yeah. at that point say that was he, a big talking point through December for us yeah. wasn't it I'll yeah. say he's turned it round obviously he had a rough patch going through uh, the winter months but it's, that's it it's a lot of games thick uh, quite tough games obviously we've got the FA Cup thrown in there mm. as well they're quite heavy Fixture schedule wise, because obviously you play. We played the Saturday before Christmas, Boxing Day. Then we had um, a long trip to Wickham as well. It's tiring on the legs, and I don't think they quite had it. But he's worked. Obviously, he must have worked in training, and his fitness levels have gone through the roof this season. Definitely last tail end of last season as well. But it just shows that once you get in the squad, if you keep working hard in training and in matches, then you're going to be you're going to struggle to replace you. I think- I think one of the things like you say about the three players there that you mentioned that was already here at the club you've got to give a lot of credit to Steve Evans and, and Dodgy um, <laughs> I love how I'm always going to refer to it yeah. um, yeah, so, you know they, they get a lot of criticisms for things but I don't think you can really criticise them on getting the best out of players because you've got those three there you use an example look at Danny Rose he was well, well fair enough he's played out of position stuff, but he was a, he's a different player altogether now same with CJ Hamilton you know I think at one point you probably looked at him thinking he probably wouldn't carry on at Mansfield and now for me I think certainly at home he's one of the one of the, the first teams on, one of the first names he had on another good team. game extra as well didn't he, he? Did, so he was, yeah. that addition of Penny coming in to sort of challenge him for his mm. shirt has, has so just pushed him on a bit dangerously his pace isn't he yeah, certainly. So I thought CJ has struggled to be honest. You looked, we looked at the pitch as we were travelling down there because the media team got there before us. We looked at the pitch and we were like, that's not going to be a CJ game. Yeah. Same way Adam King. 
and uh, yeah it was another great performance from him we'll talk about that in a second yeah, yeah. It's, I, I think the thing is with, with that I think sometimes it's, it's the way the players respond it's the way that Evans and Rayner get them to respond and one point I, I was going to yeah. make was you look at what Adam Murray and Paul Cox had even going back to Duncan Russell and David Holdsworth actually and, and going a bit further back in terms of the setup behind the scenes um, David Oldsworth tried to have like sports scientists and stuff but they just didn't stick around I can understand why <laughs> um, and then obviously there was the money worries and tightening belts when it was Duncan Russell in charge uh, God rest him so he pretty much did it on his Todd for a, for a little bit but obviously had Paul Hall there as well but each like Duncan Russell David Oldsworth um, Paul Cox Adam Murray only really had one or two no more certainly no more than two people in the back room helping them out but you look at what Steve Evans has got and we're not just talking about coaches you know you pledges dedicated to the goalkeepers mm-hmm. your um, you know you know your Paul Rayners and your Lee Taylors people like that but you've also got a another backroom team in terms of data analysts sports scientists the fitness team there's a lot more there who can just pick on those little areas and it's those little little percentages which are going on to make the difference now which you can in, see in the past it's not been a case of who's fit right you're in team sort of thing it's now looking like well you didn't perform that well in training you know you're a little bit you know you, you this area could do with some work on so work on that sort of thing and, and they analyse like everything I mean they did um, I don't know if, if anybody remembers like they did the, like a not an evening with Adam Murray but you could go in and see him and yeah, um, an open office open office yeah, yeah. Office, yeah. yeah I bet there yeah, that was and my dad went in and he said he said I think it was the week before we played Plymouth or something or the week after we played Plymouth and he'd got a folder and it was about that thick. Yeah. And my dad says, What's, you know, and he, and Adam Murray went, That's just on Plymouth. Yeah. Mm. That's just on Plymouth. And it's like, Why do you need that much on Plymouth? Just, you know, you should be concentrating on us, not them. But Obviously, you need like a game plan because you want to know how they're going to play. And, yeah. you know, you need. You need to stop them from playing and things like that, but you don't need a folder that's. You see, I think in 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 that sort of instance, because it's sort of a, a one man band, if you like, it's just collated information that he's trying to weed through. Whereas now, that say, I can assure you that that same amount of information is still being collated, but it's not being seen as much because it's a right uh, CJ uh, Tuesday after training. I want you to go and see the the, the data analyst. Because um, he's got some stats to tell you about their right back, mm. and then he'll say to the right back, "Right, he doesn't like being shown on onto his weaker foot, running running down the line." So that massive visible folder of information is there, but it's scattered around. It's, it's broken big, down. Big, it's the broken down. Like Excel spreadsheet. It, that's, <laughs> it, that's it. That's it. Another good Excel spreadsheet. It's all we just send out on Facebook Messenger now as well. Yeah, that's, that's it. all different. What's that little WhatsApp group? Going yeah, on? that's it. Oh, little audio fun. files on there. And oh dear. <laughs> but the point, the point is, this, because there are more dedicated staff members looking at those specific areas, there is now more scoping. Um, you know, a player such as McDonald, who would perhaps at the start of the season struggle to get through ninety minutes, going to work one on one with Lee Taylor, and now he's getting through 95, 90, you know, hundred minutes, mm. and it's those differences which are paying dividends at this critical, critical time. I think you look at it as well, and uh, touch wood. It stays this way, but one injury, which is obviously David Murphy, which we've known for a long time. But apart from that, everyone else is fit and ready to play, aren't they? So Chomping at the bit. And this time of the year, that is a massive advantage, because I'd imagine there's probably not that many other clubs that are in the same position. Well, you look at your, your likes of um, Exeter, for example, and the big one is Accrington, because they've not got the, the squad depth. No. They'll, but you could see players tiring. It, it, we went 1-0 up, and we, I referred to it earlier, we took... A centre forward off with 25 minutes to go. We could do that because we could see that Exeter were knackered. Mm. And even though they could have all the possession, we just kept them. We didn't get near our box. Mm. We just we just no. kept them there. And all they could do was knock it around and run themselves into the ground. And it, it's that management of a game mm. which is which is proving 
It proves the difference. Fair enough, Exeter were going at us till the 90th minute, but you, it's every time that they got a ball back to the back four, it would just crush your pace and hoofed it upfield yeah. out of the park. Uh, Alex McDonald did it quite a lot, just absolutely leathering it up to the other end of the pitch. The further it is up there, the less chance mm. they have. Playing corner, 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 we saw that towards the end of the game, didn't we? We did take the corner with Anderson, like you say. We went on a massive run and stuff, but it wasn't just a hoof. It was a hoof with putting it in the right area, I mm. think, and getting someone there to at least delay it a bit more from coming back. Let's talk Adam King. Second time we got to see him in a full game. Obviously, Steve Evans kept with the same starting eleven from Tuesday. We said at the time on Saturday when we saw the, saw the team come out after Cam didn't get served in the box, we got his ID. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or was it? How was the coke? <laughs> or, was it after, or was it after his card got declined in some way I can't remember uh, we, were, we, were, we were talking about um, uh, the team lineup, and we were all surprised that he kept the, the same well we weren't surprised because Evans never really changes it when things are going well but we were weren't, we were surprised that given the tight turnaround and the travelling mm. that um, it didn't tweak it slightly but King came in and again it's going to be tough for Byram to get back in now isn't it I don't think Byram's going to get back in to be honest because I think he had another solid performance, and on that, on on that again, I know we talk about McDonald being first on the team sheet and CJ being first on the team sheet. Adam King would be another one. I'll say his just link up play was absolutely fantastic. Even though they, they struggled a bit the first five minutes, ten minutes, getting used to obviously the conditions yeah. were quite poor. They we'd had rain on the way down, so the pitch was quite wet anyway, and it was cutting up. Even from the first few minutes, it didn't look a great pitch, but they adapted to it and they were just playing some really good football. And it was just the link-up play that King provided. He, he don't panic under pressure either. When like somebody, you know, when he's he's got players around him, he doesn't he doesn't panic or anything like that. Everything is just easy ball. There's another man on that bench as well, Jacob Mellis, who before he got injured. He had a bit of consistency, and it was another one that you'd say was probably first yeah, on your, yeah. on your team sheet. And he sat on the bench as well. It's an interesting one that we've got so many people there to sort of take over. But what I like about King is is the the way that he actually plays with McDonald. Mm. They read each other quite well, and McDonald. You could hear McDonald talking him through the game, and they seem to get a nice partnership. And if you mm. go through the centre of the pitch, the spine of the pitch, Bennett and Pierce, great partnership, solid partnership, know each other well. That's why Xander Diamond can't get in in the side mm. um, middle of the pitch new partnership forming between King and McDonald they've got an understanding they know how each other plays and then up top Rosen Hemmings you know Ricky Miller can't get a start um, because them two yeah. are you know you've, 25 you've actually, goals between them you've got that on the wings as well really you've got exactly. that with, with Anderson and Potter and uh, even on the other side with CJ and, and Benning they're, they're, they've formed that bit of a partnership now as well which and it's those little pairings which sort of it's not a mismatched team is it everyone understands each other and that's why it's yeah. so difficult for players to come back in and you do wonder you know about upsetting the apple cart a bit don't you if you if you're going to change it up but luckily luckily when when he has changed it the players that have come in have done a good job as well mm. so it's not it's not as if like he's brought somebody in and they've not played up to the standards of somebody else. He is giving them a chance, isn't he? Yeah. You can't really, unless you're <coughs> the angle, um, you can't really well, yeah. <laughs> grumble about... Scored twice for the reserves in the week, didn't he? He did, yeah. So a good maybe he's well. knocking on the door and, you know... But yeah, but so did Digby, but that it's doesn't mean... It's only Grimsby. It's Grimsby's kids, isn't kids, yeah, Tell you what, the, the, pace, the pace that Digby showed to get up for that header, surprised didn't get a speed into... Oh, no <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. so, these, so, anyway. these are all going to come back to bite so, us one sorry Paul sorry Paul <laughs> but yeah um, <laughs> it's Simon's face isn't it just leave him in the middle there <laughs> there you go oh, that's so good Paul put him inside the shirt yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah that would be quite weird but it's just Paul Digby hanging on the wall <laughs> oh there you yeah, go so good fun. Uh, you watch anyone I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't pay his speeding ticket Craig I'm not made of money Callum says I bring some normality back to the podcast thank you Callum uh, I can finally see partnerships coming together now as you say Craig uh, Steve will have a headache but it will be a good one to have and I mm. guess you know again after the reserves on, uh, on in, in midweek Angle scoring twice Melly scoring scoring twice 
good performance as well as under diamond 90 minutes yeah. Digby 90 minutes options yeah. Hayden White Johnny Hunt there's so many people there and it must be he must have but, to take so many Aladdin on a, on a Friday yeah. night <laughs> <laughs> but like I say the players that he swaps to bring in are still playing to the standards of the players that he's t- taken out so it's not actually that bad if he does change it sort of thing you know because you can look at things I know everybody's got like the favourite players and you know there's a Somebody I know don't like Will Atkinson, but I How? think I think he's Who is this brilliant. person? <laughs> Name yeah. a shame. I can't. No, do it. Name a shame. I can't, <laughs> but put it's it this way. Like someone in your she'll, 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 she'll be on this show in a couple of weeks' time oh, if you let her. No. <laughs> no, she's not coming on now, that's it. I'm not having it. I can't believe Sorry. I can't believe that she she's not a, a, a fan of Atkinson. We'll have to have this debate when it comes. If on. anyone's wondering who we mean as she, it's Simon's sister. Well, there you go. Thanks for clearing that up, Cam. Keep yeah, it, <laughs> keep it on on brand. It's good yes. work. Uh, Peter says, "I don't know about players, but I can't wait for the next game coming. Such a good vibe at the moment as well. Mm. Spot on. I mean, that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's that feel good factor. We all want Saturday to come round again. We want football to. It's like what you said. Yeah, yeah. I was, was good to that Lincoln is, and I thought it was next Tuesday, and I realised the Tuesday after I'm like well there's ages now to wait till there's this Saturday then another Saturday it's like I want them quicker because when you're on a run like this you just want to get <laughs> get, in, get in the ground and, uh, and the seals play because you know you're going to be even if you don't win you know you're in for a good game and, yeah. and we know that like Coventry is bringing like 1500 or something like that so it's going to be it's a good, be a good atmosphere, good atmosphere. Yeah. hopefully we can recreate <coughs> something like we did at the Rico because that was a fantastic game and it yeah. got the players going I'd like to create something like Newport. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, especially I just, on the pitch, yeah. that, that'd yeah. be very nice indeed, so wouldn't it? Just hope we get a good, a decent crowd in. Because I think now, uh, surely the people of Mansfield have got to come out because uh, we've got where we're in trouble now. Yes, Simon, you you just wait until I catch up with you on on Saturday. I did say sorry. He did, he did say sorry to be fair Probably but not I'm not <laughs> <laughs> moving on uh, right then um, as you say Nathan it, it'd be good to see pe- people getting there and, and back the club wouldn't it because as time ticks on as the season sort of reaches it, it's cancer it's that momentum is that, those extra few voices which mm. could make the whole difference and uh, you know people won't be disappointed if they come yeah, that's it we've got a battling and good footballing team so really I can't uh, you know, like if it only continues, I can't think of a. This could be a really massive season for us, especially when it comes to the 14th of April as well. So you know, and if all else fails, just watch Stephen his mate dodgy. Yeah. yeah. Talking well, of Stephen his mate dodgy, obviously uh, meet the management team on Monday night. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit. Uh, I want you guys to think. I said, we asked this last week, and we didn't. Because I put you on the spot a little <laughs> yeah, bit with this. Um, you've had a week to think about it now. I want you to have a little bit more of a think. I want to know. You get one question, one question only to each. Uh, Paul Rayner and oh sorry Dodgy and uh, and his mate Steve um, one question and one question only to, to each of them I want to know what your questions are and if you at uh, at home in uh, watching on, on the live stream uh, want a question as well just drop that in the comments and let us know what you'd ask what one question you'd ask uh, Steve Evans and his mate Dodgy not why is it Dodgy but I might ask that anyone going along? <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. At, I'm at work oh, there you go. Oh. so we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll report back ticket? We'll, I don't think oh, it is. is it just no, a turn up? no, just no, a just turn, turn up job. No, just a turn up job. Uh, yeah, but no. we'll report back to it on next Thursday's podcast. But let us know the question you would ask if you got the opportunity. We'll also talk Sockgate. Who is in the firing line? Dressing room, of course, is in good spirits, as we have already said. And who is stealing Steve Evans' socks? He's got a wee sneaky feeling uh, that it's Alex McDonald. We'll, f- we'll uh, give our our view in a little bit as well also we'll talk about being one win away from last season's total uh, and we'll also talk Coventry on Saturday but first it's time for our weekly quiz segment this is the part of the show where basically we stop talking stags and just start having a bit of a laugh Uh, over the last couple of weeks or so we've done um, stags master our stags uh, pop master themed game which Nathan won yes just about yes (laughs) Um, because Cam sort of threw a spanner in the woods. Have you kissed and made up yet? Have you two kissed and made up? Are you, are you friends again now? That's quite awkward. They're hugging me. Yeah. Like no, 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 no. Get it right. Cam's hugging yeah, me. Cam's hugging me. Simon sat there right. very, very cold indeed. Revenge was sweet when he didn't get served on Saturday. So therefore, yes. There it is. Right, anyway, this part of the show is obviously going to be... We always 
theme these quizzes on well-known TV quiz shows. Now, uh, for the next couple of weeks or so, you're going to realise which show I've been watching quite a lot on Challenge lately, as we play Who Wants to Be a Stag Millionaire? You know, we can go we'll to be outside. <laughs> Do you know what? I've been watching Daddy as well. We can go to <laughs> Ijump in Mansfield and, and play uh, and play a bit of duel. I don't know how you're gonna make it end of season party, it's all good fun. Um right then, so obviously who wants to be a millionaire? Apparently he's coming back as well, but it's all good. we're not playing for money, sorry to disappoint you. we're playing for points instead, but we are playing for the value of, of the money. Uh, I'm going to do it in the version, which the revamped version after the last couple of years or so, where they dropped it from 15 questions to 12. Okay. Basically, because I couldn't be bothered to write 15 questions. They are multiple choice questions, and of course, you have got your three lifelines, which are anyone any ideas? Phone a friend. Yeah. Ask, ask, ask the audience. Ask the audience. That's right. Ask the audience. Basically, if you want to use ask the audience, uh, obviously it's it's um, whoever's not playing the game and anyone in in the comments if they want to shout the answer out as well. Uh, Nathan, you won Stags Master, so you get the opportunity. Do you want to be in the hot seat or do you want to nominate one of the other two? To I did say I was quite happy to go first, but I've just had an idea. Okay. If you've got a question ready, we could do fastest finger. So, well, obviously not fastest finger, but fastest answer. I mean, yeah, but fastest finger first does re- rely on it reordering. Sort no, of but just do a question and we have a buzzer in whoever's first. It's just fastest answer. It's similar. Yeah, but that means I've got to think of an extra question. Okay, so I should I just choose? Yeah, that might be, yeah. <sighs> do you want to be in the hot seat or do you want to nominate Simon or Cam? Ah, oh, I don't know. I don't want to be... Re- I... By the way, I've had all the rest of the sweets. I mean... So, so you just ruined my day already? Yes. Mine I know what you're going to do now. <coughs> gonna Cam do. can go first. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, Cam, this is how it works. Obviously, Thanks, Cam. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling it would have been me. First lot of points um, are obviously um, going to be it's it's 500, 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000, 75, 150, 250, uh, 500,000, then obviously a million. Um, we're going to play it like Millionaire. So there'll be certain points where you can obviously lose uh, your points. Right. Can you this walk stuff, away as well? Yes, you can walk away after Ooh. after a while. Yes, you can because yeah. it's it's like millionaire. Um, I would advise too, you, too young to remember this. I, yeah, but I, you have to catch boss. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, I would advise using all your lifelines. I'd, I'd advise using all your lifelines. The questions start off relatively easy and get progressively harder as we go on. So, Cam, are you ready to play? Who wants to be a stag millionaire? <coughs> I suppose so. Okay. I mean, I am in the audio version, so I am going to edit the, that in. But Nathan, please carry on. Cause <laughs> it's, it's, it's good tension music. I like it. For 500 points, what squad number is traditionally worn by a goalkeeper? Is it A, 1, B, 11, <laughs> C, 111, or D, 1,111? <laughs> That'd be amazing. A, 1. Is that your final answer? Yes. Final answer, well done. 500 points. <laughs> I, think I, sh- I need shooting if I This is the last right. point. This is the last uh, last point where you can go home with absolutely nothing. You're playing for a thousand points. Uh, Man of us will play. You've got all three lifelines: 50-50, Ask the audience and phone a friend. So basically, you've got two lifelines. He's serious. Come well, on. <laughs> there you go. For a thousand points, Dimitar Ivitimov. Jack Blake and Paddy Gamble were all loaned to the Stags by which club? If you haven't worked out by now that they're all Stags-related questions, is it A, Sheffield Wednesday, B, Derby County, C, Nottingham Forest, or D, Hull City? C, Nottingham Forest. Is that your final answer? Yes. It is. Well done. So you've got yourself a 1,000 points. Guaranteed. Can't be on home with anything less than a 1,000 So you points. might as well go for the next question. So you yeah, might as well play the next question. <laughs> it's worth a look. For 2,000 points... Which former athlete tried his hand at football for the Stags and Stevenage after injury cut short his athletic career? Is it A, Steve Cram, B, Daley Thompson, C, Mo Farah, or D, Seb Coe? You've got all three lifelines still intact. 50-50, ask the audience or phone a friend. 
which former athletes tried his hand at football for the Stags and Stevenage after injury cut short his athletic career. The way you are sat with your head in your hands tells me you've got absolutely no idea on this one. Simon's looking quite I'm smug. Not... He thinks he knows it. Uh, Nathan, I'm not sure. I can't tell. Poker face. Poker face. <laughs> I'm guessing you're going to have to use a lifeline here on this one, or are you going to have a go? I mean, if you if you lose, it cuts short the feature, and you've not used yeah, all your lifelines, so... 50-50. You want to use 50 Computer, please take away one <laughs> answer, and leave the one remaining right answer. Two. Well, no, leave two remaining Daley Thompson, or Mo Farah? Oh, Daley Thompson. Is that, that your final yeah. answer? Definitely. Well, Mo Farah signed for us now. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, so you've used your 50-50 and you've got yourself 2,000 points. <laughs> Next question is worth 5,000 points. You've got two lifelines remaining. They are Ask the Audience and Phone a Friend. Remember, if you get this question wrong, you will drop back down to 1,000 points. You can walk away at this point, but with two lifelines still intact, I'd consider playing on for the next couple of questions or so. Next question then is this. Winger Louis Briscoe was signed by which manager? A. Billy McEwen. B. Paul Cox, C. Paul Holland, or D. David Holdsworth. Any idea? You've got two lifelines remaining. Ask the audience and phone a friend. So you've got one lifeline remaining, really, haven't you? But thanks. <laughs> I meant. I, I meant just clicked, phone a friend. I just clicked on that. I know that's the second time I've done that gag today as well. As well, he's only clicked um, on what I meant. There you go. Uh, I'll go through the question again. Winger Louis Briscoe was signed by which manager? Billy McEwen, Paul Cox, Paul Holland, or David Holdsworth? Two lifelines remaining. Oh, Ask yeah. the audience or phone a friend. David Holdsworth. Is that your Ooh. final answer? You risked it. Yes. Yes. yes, it is. Final answer? Yes. It's worth the risk. It's the right answer. Well done. You've got yourself 5,000 points. Big money now. Moving up to 10,000 points. Still got two lifelines remaining. So you might as well play. Remember, if you get it wrong, He's to you, leave, bar into you, yeah. you leave with... For 10,000 points, league games only, stadium to stadium, according to the Stag Match Day programme, what is the total number of miles the club will have travelled this season? League games only. Is it, is it A, 2,030.4, B, 2,213.8, C, 2,707.9, or D, 3,004.1. You've got two lifelines remaining. It's ask the audience or phone a friend. What do you want to do? Doof, doof, doof. Ask the audience. Okay, so this is... A waste uh, of time asking the audience, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so if you are watching in the comments at home and you think you know the answer, uh, drop it in the comments now. And we're also going to put this to uh, to the way this is going to work because we don't have a poll for them. I'm going to, I'm going to ask both uh, Nathan and Simon, and uh, you can choose judge by their answers yeah. if you want. So we've used uh, ask the audience. Uh, I'll remind you of the question once again. Your <laughs> options are as follows: League games only, stadium to stadium, according to the Stag Match Day program. What is the total number of miles the club will have travelled this season? Two thousand and thirty point four, two thousand two hundred and thirteen point eight, two thousand seven hundred and seven point nine, or three thousand and four point one. Nathan. B. Okay. C. Okay, so one has gone for B, one has gone for C. Uh, Mark in the comments says, I think it's D, but I'm not 100%. Peter says D. Uh, David says, don't know how far it is, uh, but I've done them all so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's a great help for yeah, you. Yeah, that's it? great. Okay, could so, have counted them, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'll repeat the question for you. Remember, Nathan said B. Uh, Simon said C, and on the comments we've got a couple of D's. Uh, you've got a couple of minutes to get to get these in if you want to have another guess. Is it 2,030.4, 2,213.8, uh, 2,707.9, or 3,004.1? You've used Ask the Audience. You've still got Phone a Friend. Yeah, great. Um... <laughs> What are you going to go for? Um, you can use your phone a friend if you want to. You can't phone Craig then. You can't or you phone can me. walk away. <laughs> or you could walk away. Yeah, you can no. walk away with your, with your 5,000 points. Or you can choose B or Z. But don't forget <laughs> if you get it wrong, you can drop. A or D. 
all the way back to a thousand points. Ooh. So there's a big risk involved now. You can tell that it's getting to the right. moments. I'm basically this. Actually, I'm a bit warm in here, isn't it, lads? Yeah, well, yeah. it's got to sweat them now. That's it. That's come off. He's getting serious. The options again: A, two thousand and thirty point four; B, two thousand two hundred thirteen point eight; C, uh, two thousand seven hundred seven point nine; or uh, or D, three thousand and four point one. The cracks not going I'm debating in my head who I trust more out of these pair. Which one's trying to throw me off the most? <laughs> I mean, you have oh, got your phone. Of, you have got your phone. Last friend. week, <laughs> you have got yeah, your phone. Uh, of friends. Now nah, I'm going with what Simon said. C. That's rude. Is that your final answer? Yes, it is. I can tell you that you had 5,000 points. Sweet. <laughs> You've now got 10,000 oh, points. Yes, Great answer. Yes. Well done. <laughs> Excellent work. Just, still got your phone a friend as well. <laughs> so, yeah, still got your phone a friend. I had no idea. Just didn't want to go to the same I mean, to be honest, you remember who I've been with that had the cheating scandal? I was expecting someone to cough on the right answer, but it, it didn't happen. <laughs> uh, your next question for 20,000 points, you might as well play. Uh, this is the last uh, This is the last question where you can drop all the way back down to 1,000 if you get this wrong. You've still got your phone a friend. Here's the question. When Brian Jensen became the club's oldest player versus Notts County in 2015, how old was he on that day? A, 39 years and 10 months. B, (laughs) 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 That that, that really little cough, it's when he throws up, you know it's right. (laughs) Someone get a bucket. B, 40 <laughs> years and two months. <laughs> C, 40 years and ten months. Or D, 41 years and five months. When Brian oh. Jensen became the club's yeah, oldest player, Burton oh, County, in 2015, how old was he on that day? 39 years and ten months, 40 years and two months, 40 years and ten months, or 41 years and five months? You've still got your phone a friend. Oh, gonna... oh. I'm going to go with B. 40... He's brave, isn't he? Because I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was. He became our oldest player that season. I think the clue was in the question. Yeah, I mean, he did that game. Well, no, I mean, because yeah. like, <laughs> the oldest player before was like forty something, and like only just turned forty. I think something strange. I don't know. So, is that your final yeah, answer? Is B your B. final answer? Yeah, Gosh, I can yeah. tell you, Cam, that you had ten thousand points. I think you've been alright. We'll reveal the answer after the break. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Terrible game shows always do this. <laughs> you've now got 20,000 points! Oh. Correct answer, well done. Okay. This is the last chance, this is the last time you can uh, fall away with. with, that with that I, I did, but I worked out wrong. <laughs> this is for 50,000 points, you might as well play. You've still got your phone of friends. Okay. Who refereed the 2011 FA Trophy final between the Stags and Darlington? Was it A. Stuart Atwell, B. Howard Webb, C. Mark Clattenburg, or D. Mike Dean? You've still got your phone of friends. Fifty thousand yeah, points. Fifty thousand points for this one. Can I go and find your notes from somewhere? Because I'm sure you've probably got them somewhere for that game. I have, but no, you can't go rooting through my stuff. Um, your only option is phone a friend or take a risk or walk away with, uh, what, what with, with the... 20,000 points. What are the, uh, you can phone uh, whoever you want. Yeah, I know, but I don't know anyone that's particularly... Samaritan's gonna... not there. <laughs> no, Samaritan's <laughs> not there. <laughs> um, I don't know anyone that would know it. Who refereed the 2011 FA Trophy final between the Stags and Darlington? Stuart Atwell, Howard Webb, Mark Clattenburg, or Mike Dean? Who would you think uh, would would know it? I think I'm going to go with. I don't, I don't know anyone that would know this, so there's no point in taking my lifeline. I reckon A. You're going to go with A, Stuart Atwell? Yeah. I don't think it'll have been a big referee. Oh my God, my darling. <sighs> you had 20,000 <sighs> points. Let's do this again. I'd, I'd have said that too. Yeah. I'd have said A. You've now got 50,000 oh, points. Yes. Right oh, I didn't think it would be a big referee. Well done. Excellent stuff. So you've managed to get yourself 50,000 points. You might as well play this next question uh, because 
no matter what happens, you've got 50,000 yes. points. You've still got your one remaining lifeline as well. For 75,000 points, which club did Neil McKenzie score an FA Cup hat-trick against in November 2003? <coughs> non-league club. Which non-league club did Neil McKenzie score an FA Cup hat-trick against in November 2003? Was it A, St Albans City, B, Grays Athletic, C, Stourbridge, or D, Bishop Stortford? You've still got your phone or friend. You might as well use it. You might as well play. You've got 50,000 points guaranteed. So, uh, there yeah, you, you go. might as well go for it. You might as well have a stab. Cup runs in the past. St. Albans City, Grays Athletic, Stalbridge, or Bishop Stortford? You can use your phone or friend if you want. You've still got that lifeline. I don't know anyone that would know it. My dad's at work and he might know. But he might know. But I can't really bother him at work. You could phone me if you want. I mean, he's, I he's in the room. I don't know number, but he's in the room. But uh, I mean, you, could, you can do a fake phone call if you want. I mean, nah, nah, not worth the time. No, nah. <laughs> it was worth the comedy. Anyone? Um, yeah. Um, I mean, you might. I'd, have a, I'd allow it rang to answer phone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the person you've called is not available. Please try yeah. and see. Um, you might as well play it. Uh, you might as well have a have a guess. Gray's athletic. I think we've, we've, no, we've played no, them in conference before. No, no, no. Who would you have gone for? Bishop Storford. Nathan, who would you have gone for? Well, Simon knows it, so I'm going to say that. No, I, don't, I would have gone to say Albans, but I probably would have used... Uh, I'd have called my dad because he'd know that. Cam? I've lost the points, though. You had well, 50,000 points. You've still got 50,000 yeah, points. Yeah, Your game that. is over. So well done uh, to you. The correct answer, Simon, was absolutely uh, bang on, uh, was uh, Bishop Stortford. So there you go. Cam reached uh, 50,000 points. Not bad, that Cam. Not, Not bad. He used two lifelines, Ask the Audience and 50-50. Tell us about Photo Friend. If you don't... I haven't got many friends that are Stags fans, so I wouldn't I would have just left it as not got yeah. many friends, to yeah, be honest. We know I mean, this is this is this it's is about fine. it. All your friends are in this room really and that's you, pushing could, it. Could yeah, he hard. not you change that sort of thing and just ask one of us to? I mean he could have rang one of you too. I mean, yeah, but, but then that's friends, also yeah. the same as like fifty fifty. But also one of us could stitch him up. But one of you Fine. might one of you might have had a friend which you could have nominated for him who you thought might might have known. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I could have ran my dash here, I don't know. But there is too little too late well, now, yeah. isn't it? Oh, well. uh, Cam, <laughs> with that in mind, you actually get to nominate now who goes next. Oh great. Um, <coughs> out of the two that are play, out of the two that are in uh, the ring with us. So who yeah. are you who are you gonna nominate? Is well, it I'm turning my phone on silent. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with Nathan. Oh, okay, so Nathan, that's all right, because I'm at work next week. Well, there you go. Uh, so I'll choose Nathan. I'll choose Simon. Nathan, you will be playing uh, Who Wants to Be a Stags Millionaire uh, this time next week. Uh, right then, we're back with the talking points and the discussions as well. Meet the management team on Monday. I should have a little bit of a think before we played Who Wants to Be a Stag Millionaire. One question and one question only to put to Steve Evans and his mate Dodgy. Steve Evans is the one in the chair. Nathan, <coughs> what's your question and why? What's your question and why? <laughs> I haven't been thinking about this at all. Um, Clearly. Have you two thought about this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, go, well, right, go, 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 go on Simon. Simon. I would ask Steve Evans, do you ever admit that you're wrong? Are you going to be stood at the back of the room near the door? When <laughs> I'm not going to be there, am I? Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> I'll do it on phone. <laughs> Friend. And then I'd ask. Well, it's me, Steve. <laughs> and then I'd ask uh, Dodgy, do you ever tell Steve Evans he's wrong? <laughs> I just didn't like that. Cam, what would your questions be? I'd ask Steve Evans, what's the deal with Danny Rose? Okay. Uh, Can you explain? Just how they are with each other, just like at like father and son, pretty much half the time. Drag, literally dragged him across in front of fans on Saturday. Exeter. And his um, mate Dodgy? And his do- mate Dodgy? Um, did you and Gary Johnson kiss and cuddle after that argument? Ooh, intriguing questions. Nathan, have you had time to have a I think really. anything you <laughs> I'll move on then. I'll move on then. I'll move on. It's all good fun. Uh, Sockgate. Obviously, that's in all seriousness, we'll talk Sockgate a little bit more in a minute, but let's explain uh, what's happened, obviously, this week. Steve Evans in his press conference today, uh, admitting that a couple of weeks or so ago, the players were cutting up his socks, and then uh, he had a word, and now they've stolen his socks, because he mentioned, don't do it again, but he didn't mention anything about stealing his socks. 
Um, it just goes to show that the, the dressing room is in great spirits, and that yeah. can only be a good thing, can't it? Exactly, yeah, yeah. Ah, my money's on probably Alex McDonald and Jacob Mellish. <laughs> you think? I think them two's. The Joker in the back. Yeah. And they've probably stuffed it in somebody's bag like CJ's to get. Yeah, <laughs> drop him in it. Yeah. yeah. Could, could be his mate dodgy. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the perfect crime, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Because it's the, the person you'd least expect. I mean, if you were like, if you, if it was you, if you were going to put it in somebody's bag, you'd put them in Dodgy's bag, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because yeah. Like, that'd be the person you least expect. Maybe it's John Radford. Oh, that'd be. Oh. <laughs> that would be quite. Carolyn. Uh, it's Carolyn and Carolyn. I knew you were going to think that. It's either me or him. I mean, I'm, tem- I'm kind of tempted to dock some points, but no, I'm not going to do I'm not going to do um, I'm surprised. Steady. In all seriousness, just love though, your quizzes, though, and Simon just hates them. Don't so be, much. Don't, yeah, don't be a kiss ass. It, it doesn't become you, uh, right? Then, obviously, in all seriousness, though, having that amount of banter in the dressing room and that team spirit when you go to away days whether you've got a big squad there or not each day must be laughing it must be a joy to turn up for work because I guess when you're on the opposite side of the coin and you're in a relegation battle holla, uh, those boys in blue down the road oh, <laughs> oh, what a shame, oh, what a shame. <laughs> um, you know it it must become a, a horrible place to go you don't want to go to work so to come in and be high spirited that's got to be you, you'd want to be a part of that wouldn't you yeah so of course you would of course you would a bit of banter you know it's all good fun that's what winning brings though, I think isn't it in a team I think when you go on a run it, like this it proves you're working as a team as well don't yeah, it yeah I think it does you've got that I think it's what Steve Evans has been saying from November September October November time he said next year you'll see this team, this, this squad become a team and I think that's what we have done and, and I think as well I don't think Steve's that bothered to be honest he can afford a pair of socks I don't know he said right at the end of the interview they're going to be dogged some wages for it he said it'll be a few extra pounds for John Radford because they'll be getting a little fine so uh, so you know he's uh, he's threatened them I think he's going to get to the bottom of this mystery I think inspe- do, you, do you think like CJ's like shaking at home going just <laughs> <laughs> like anonymous text <laughs> <laughs> want what your socks <laughs> call this number yeah I'll you're leave them uh, play me Saturday out to ransom yeah <laughs> you're leave them in a package outside Waitrose at some point isn't it yeah. or, or inside Waitrose depending on which story you believe yeah yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like if a, a surprise edition comes in on Saturday, like allegedly it gets a starting goal. Do you think <laughs> he's always Conrad? Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's Conrad, or it might be allegedly holding him to ransom and saying, if you don't pick me on Saturday, you're not going to get your socks back. Oh, well, he's a, the goody two shoes, and he's the one that's found out who's done it. In that, and then yeah. grassed him up and he yeah. rewards a place in the side. Yeah, you'll, you'll see someone like Danny Rose going out on loan because he's the uh, one that's been stealing them, and you'll see. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it was Danny, to be honest. <laughs> really? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think he'd dare. I don't think he did. My money be on McDonald or Mellis. Yeah, my yeah. would too. Yeah, and McDonald seems to be the joker. In that Perhaps point. Xander like egging him on. I think maybe K- yeah, the cap, the captain K- maybe. Go on, but, <laughs> go on behind his back. But when the gaffer comes, in, oh lads, come on, give the gaffer his socks back. Yeah. Come on, that's 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 through my bag, <laughs> through my car. But who knows you what might go with me brick. Well, that's it. And me hat. I mean. Why would you throw a brick at your own foot? No, let's not go there. No. Let's go down. We had this conversation earlier. We yeah. did have this conversation earlier. <laughs> um, if we get a win Saturday, a bit of a stat for you, it's actually equaled the amount of wins for last season with uh, X amount of games to go as well. I mean, it just shows what momentum we've had and how we've managed to, to turn a corner. Yeah. Do you think? Do you ever look back and think what might have happened if Evans had taken the job last summer? Uh, you can do, but it's all... Football's football, isn't it? You know, he could have lost the last seven games, and you know, he could have been sacked, and we could have ended up with somebody else. You know, it, it's one of them swings and roundabouts. But it just goes to show what what is installed into the team from last year to this. And let's hope that continues as well. And obviously, Coventry on Saturday, Nathan, the league's tightest defence, but we've broken it once. Yep. Can we do it again? Yeah, it's going to be a, a tough game, isn't it? I think we're not under any illusions, but so was Exeter. So, you know, so was uh, well. We thought Newport would be, and it, it didn't turn out to be. So, um, I think it'll be a good game, um, but we're very confident at the minute. And back at home, we've got a very good home record. Uh, you know, we we've got all the chance of winning it, and 
you know, I think a few months ago, I'd probably said we'd take a draw, but I think we've got a really good chance of winning it. So uh, why not? Definitely. Run the up. Mm. Let's let's just go for it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, win, lose or draw. Let's just give it what we've got and uh, just take take it from one game at a time. I think, isn't it? If you were to appeal to the people <coughs> of Mansfield to get those extra bums on seats and to try and get that capacity, the, the crowd up a little bit on Saturday and for the remainder of the home games uh, this season. What's your what would your message be, Nathan? What's your impassioned plea? It's a different environment to probably what you know if they've been before. It's a comp- I, it just feels a very different environment and a different vibe at the ground. It's that um, I think we've got rid of that negativity that we had at the start of the season. We've got that positivity, and I think the reason why we've got that is because it's coming from the pitch. We, we can see the players. I think all that the Mansfield crowd want is to see the players working hard and trying. And we're doing that, but not only are we just doing that, we have quality within the team, so we're, we're doing it and we're playing well at the same time, and um, that's why we're getting results and that's why we're on the run. So, um, you know, we've got a Q block, yeah, a Q block you know, we've got a good atmosphere going, and the only way that's going to get better is by getting more people in, uh, you know, in the stands. Cam, what would your message be? What would your rallying call be to the, uh, to the faithful? I think it would just be something simple like, look at the past results that we've had against the big teams we've had big crowds and we've got the results so you want to see your team do well come and support us get, get, make your voice heard because we're Mansfield turn up to the big games at home and we've done well this season in front of big crowds so if we can keep that run going then no reason why we can't take the three points on Saturday Simon straight down the camera what's your, your impression come on come <laughs> <laughs> on was that it yeah on, no it's, it's we've Last six all season, um, you know, we were scoring goals for fun against Newport. Why can't we do it again against somebody, against one of the bigger teams, you know, to see, you know, to show the rest of the league that, you know, we're not just in it for fun sort of thing. And get get come and get behind, lads, you know, because we've not had that support. Mansfield fans, and I'm going to go on record, and I think we all agreed last week, they're all fickle. Mm. Football's yes. a fickle game. One one defeat and everybody's on his back. And then, you know, three wins and then but there's no change in the in the crowd sort of thing. And like Nathan Ancam says, we're playing brilliant football. Do you worry you know, a little bit different. about if we did go up to League One whether we'd be able to whether we would see a boost in attendances? Because as you say, you I make would. a good you make I a good point there. A, a little bit. A little bit, but I don't know. It, it depends because a few years ago, when we was going up with, you know, when we went up to League One first time around in two thousand and two, I think two thousand three. Yeah, yeah. You know, we were pulling crowding. We were getting five or six thousand, you know, a game, and that were brilliant. So like. Where's where's these people gone? Sort of thing, you know. Get them back, you know. They make ex- it's it's it's, it's old excuses, isn't it? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. They got one excuse after you other. You can't have that excuse now because they they're not reasons, are they? They're, they're not justified reasons. To yeah. Do you feel a little bit for the Radfords because they do put so much into their? Um, yeah. yeah, I know. I don't I know do. what it's it was so disappointing on uh, on uh, Tuesday night when we when we played how we did against Newport and a team that are in the playoffs and stuff well you know in, in the playoff race as well and to put a performance like that in front of just 2,800 it was massively disappointing and they've got to be disappointed so everything they're doing you feel like the town will give back a bit wouldn't you and it's just disappointing it's yeah yeah but it, like you say it's the same old reasons you know they don't like Steve Evans' ethics but they're working because we, we, where we where are, we are yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we've gone above we've been we've been fighting to get above county since they were top at league, we've managed to do that. Mind the gap, lads. And I find that whole mind the gap know. thing absolutely ridiculous. By the way, it was so arrogant of them when they were, when they were up there. And they don't like it Palmer. when we use it back, though. No. They and then yeah, now, now they're like, "Oh, you're obsessed with us." Well, you've been obsessed yeah. with us for the last god knows how many months. Why you were twelve points? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, no, they're not. I mean. They lost again on Tuesday night, but I've got a friend who's a county <laughs> fan that gives me stick about Mansfield all the yeah. time. But I'm biding my time. I'm waiting until the end of the season. Yeah, you know, anything can happen between now and then. They may exactly so many twists. Exactly, we, we yeah. could lose to Coventry and they could win to whoever they're playing, and then they exactly. go back above us. Mm. You know, it's, it's so, many, them, so many twists and turns to you come. know. Um, six home games left after Saturday, <coughs> starting with the, the midweeker against Lincoln. Um, Six for six, six games for six pounds. Would that would that 
get the bums back <laughs> on seats. <laughs> you, you, you put forward one of these last week, and I know. Before, they're not happening yet, Craig. No, so I'm I know. Give up. I'm, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just trying to come up with ways of, of getting yeah. the fans in because I think now at this time of the season. Um, if you get, you know, if you get people coming through the door, and when you're on the crest of a wave, and it keeps going and going and going, you look how many people came out when we, you know, when we won the conference, we had the street parades, and mm. Mansfield as a town was buzzing and things like that. People pick up momentum and bring people, you know, with them. So it, it, we've got, I think we've got more home games than what we have away. I think I'm right in thinking. Uh, I thought we, we, we went just that equal. Bus, so we've got six home, six away. I think I so. Might yeah. be, I, I can't do maths. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but shut up. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. Just it'd just be nice to see a few extra bodies sitting on the seats, and I'd probably say five out of those six at home would win. I think so. The only and one that I see is struggling against Accrington. is Accrington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And away, I think five out of the six again, and the team that we struggle against probably Forest Green. That's it. I'm just looking at a comment from David saying, "Odd how football fans have ethics about a manager. Lame excuse in a long, t- long line of lame excuses not to come to film. Mill. Completely agree. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's a, a good place to, to leave it this week as well. You know, we're at home on Saturday against Coventry. It's come a down. big, big, big <laughs> game. It is a big game. You know, if we get another, th- we said this when we played them away because it was that pivotal point in the season where we were struggling a little bit and going through that bit of a bad run, and then we." beat them and we showed that you know we can do this and from yeah. there we've picked, slowly picked it up and picked it up I, I genuinely feel people are missing out because I think this could be one of the biggest seasons in a, a hell of a long time, time. Yeah. and I think if it carries on the way it is everyone's going to want to be there on the point of April which is going to be annoying because we are there at home exactly I would just back to that point they'll all, they all want tickets for Notch County away and they'll all want tickets for Chesterfield away but then They'll probably all end up at Crawley at home for the last home game of the season, and it's like, well, where were you when we played Luton? Yeah, and there's big games, isn't there? Up to yeah. that point, and you're just going to miss out on those. It's just such a good time to be to be watching us. Don't miss out on it. That's it, and it's almost like it's almost just like thinking you're just coming along and, and just sort of jumping on the glory bus. It's almost like doing a John Terry, isn't it? The Mansfield version of doing yeah. a John Terry and turning up, and, uh, turning up for, for that. Oh, quick heads up: uh, Saturday the gate was shut from I can't remember what time it is but the gate's shut before the game and after the game that's how big a game it is <laughs> that's when you know it's a big game that's yeah you know it's a big game when the gate is closed <laughs> it's all good fun at the very top of the show I asked you the connection question which three Stags players were booked in the reverse fixture early this season's Alex McDonald's solitary goal proved the difference uh, Nathan you said you knew how many I think I'm, uh, I know one I could guess at two ok Simon you said <coughs> guess at two Cam definite two don't think three Okay, give me your definite one, Nathan. Uh, white. Okay, give me your two. Yeah, I'd have said white and MacDonald. Cam? Uh, uh, white and Rose. Yeah, Rose. White and Rose were on there. The other one, the third one, was uh, Kane Hemmings. Mm. Oh. So there you go. Yeah, white back crops on one, Kane Hemmings was... Yeah, because that was yeah. the game in which Hayden White took somebody out and nearly... Yeah, how he didn't yeah, get a red card. How he didn't get sent off in that <laughs> game is, is beyond it, but, uh, but there you go. Well, it's been another entertaining evening here on the Matchfield Matters podcast. It's been a night where we've talked about Danny Rose, we've talked about Steve Evans' socks, and we've talked about having a million pounds, or a million points, whichever way you want to look at it. Whatever you're doing, get yourself down to the One Core Stadium on Saturday. As the Stags welcome Coventry City to the One Core Stadium... I can see a corner in the distance and just around it there's something good so get involved come on board and just get behind us and we'll be back same time next week 6.30 facebook.com forward slash MTFC matters ish this is the show for the fans by the fans why? well quite simply because Mansfield always matters I'm Craig Priest he's Nathan Edge he's Simon Mercy he's Cam Felton and this is the spirit of Mark. We'll see you next. We'll see you next <laughs> week uh, on the Mansfield Matters podcast. Good night. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants. 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.